You're listening to episode 116 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. It is December 21st in Memphis, Tennessee. It is 72 degrees and raining. I thought it got up to like 75 today. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, raining with a chance of tornadoes. I like this place. Which in the Bluff City is supposedly <laughs> like... Not easy to do. It's um, interesting. And for some reason, well not, well, not for some reason, clearly I have demonstrated in 116 episodes that I am a dick. And yeah, I love, yeah. love to bring it up to people who are similar to us who enjoy warm weather. Every time I speak with them, especially our <laughs> friends back in Chicago, it's like I always well, find... Especially your boss, right? Right. You right. always find a way to send her a it, little, oh, hey... Didn't know if you knew. Yeah, I always work but... it into the conversation. Like, oh, you know what? And I forgot to tell you. Um, today it's a little chilly. We're looking at about sixty-five. <laughs> Especially when it's been in like the the zeros 20s, and teens yeah, and twenties in Chicago. Brutal. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, enjoy it. But but the the temperature bounces are weird because it's like I said, seventy-two, seventy-five today, and then it's going to be mid-thirties on Monday. But then back up to... Yeah, like each day it climbs another 10 I, degrees or something. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's so weird. It's fun, but it's kind of weird. You never, know how, you never know how to dress. Yeah, I'm enjoying this place. <laughs> we are enjoying this place. <laughs> All right, so let's start us off with some random Vegas. The Fountains of Bellagio are the third most Instagrammed place in the U.S. We got that from at Bellagio. First, I'm disturbed that much like Google, Instagram can now be used as a verb. Yeah. Uh, second, I still don't really get Instagram. <laughs> it seems like like they created an extra social thing just for photography, and I'm like, it's to me. I'm like, can we streamline this? I, I want it to be where I do everything at once. That's, that's why I love the smartphone so much because everything you want to do is all in one great place. But it seems like you've intentionally broke this out. I mean, once again, I'm not criticizing it. I just don't get it. I don't it's just, get it. It's just not my. I don't get it. And, and especially this, this might be where we're showing our age because there's certain things that we jump right on from a technology standpoint in social media. And Instagram has not been one of them. Well, and, but I, and you've even jumped onto Pinterest, which I don't understand. Right, right. Well, I've explained that before. I, I think it's just a phenomenal way for our listeners to be able to get archives. That's what I love so much about it. It's the easiest way okay. for you to look up our archives and boom, exactly what you're looking for, whether it be any up, reviews, episodes. Actually, not so much episodes. Twit picks related to episodes, but okay. I should probably improve that because it Still doesn't Still don't really get it. Yeah, you should. You should get on that. What? Lacking. <laughs> fuck. Whatever. Come on. This is a free show you're putting I out. Feature, How do you not want it to be quality? I feature the Twit picks on Pinterest, but I don't necessarily tie them into the episode. Perhaps I should come up with another way to do that or I don't know. I can whatever. see the wheels turning right now. I know, it's right? Not good. <laughs> like, so it, let, pause right now. Let's, so I can go do this. 
about we just move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week? Sure. This week's review is Gregory T.'s December 17th review of Blue Man Group at Monte Carlo. He gave it three out of five chips. The Blue Man Group is the most bipolar show I've seen. Parts of the show were hilarious and brilliant. Other parts left me checking the time of day. With a few executive decisions, it would be much improved. That's primarily the reason you and I haven't seen it yet. Because I've always gotten that impression that there are parts of it that are hilarious. Like, I love when they're clueless. You know, like they look at shit and they're... they're but actually, that's not even fair because I think that's annoying too. Yeah, you do think the it's The commercials annoying. that the, we the saw at Monte Carlo we saw in the elevator hilarious. in Monte Carlo were they hilarious. They were fantastic. Yeah. Well, but they were all the... All, all the shit they were doing were in the elevators. It's Between whether it was a ball pit, they brought a llama onto right. the elevator, like whatever it was. Yeah, very yeah. funny. But it's like a lot of times they'll, they'll spend... And some of the TV commercials are really funny. Right, right. But it's certain things like like they'll... Like, it's like they focus on one thing. It's like, wow, we're going to act like dogs now. And, and, and I mean that in a good way. In, in the sense where they find something and... Well, that's really interesting. And the heads cock. Well, because they can't talk. And they're so trying to understand what's they going on. But the thing is, is, it's adorable when they're on, you know, when they're on four paws and furry. You know, it's adorable going, he has no idea what's going on. You know, when I just paid $100 to sit down and watch it, like going, it's a TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me just break the mystery for you. And can we move on to interesting things? Yeah. That's rain, if you can hear it, if you if the mics are picking it up. I don't know if it is or not, but now it's like turned into the torrential downpours. It's raining pretty hard, but yeah. we will press on for you. <laughs> we will. And we're next going to press into the twit pick of the week. Oh, look at this girl. She's a pro. <laughs> I've learned that I, I can't just say, well, up next is the twit pick of the week. I know, right? I've mocked you to the so, point where you're like. So I had a good transition and you <laughs> fucked it up. I did not. You I was did. amused by it. You were amused by it. It was good. Whatever. Now it's up. all drawn it's out time and pointless. For my monologue. I'm very proud of these. Oh, get ready, they're folks. This is, this is a long one. They're over there. <laughs> these are good. Do I like them? I just did. Uh, Here it comes. It. Just there's, shut. There's a lot of words. <laughs> Let's see if I can get through them. <laughs> Once again, I am having a love affair with the Snowdrift Vanilla Porter by Leinenkugel. Yeah, I'm just going with my goose. <laughs> Is, yeah. I'm going to talk about this picture, if you don't mind. I'm ready for an input time. Here we go, here we go. Holy shit, it is really coming down. All right, focus there. Squirrel. This, <laughs> this week's winner goes to at Vidara LV for a photo they shared of their property taken from what looks like the panorama condo towers across I-15. The photo captures the Vidara Tower surrounded by a little bit of Bellagio, Cosmopolitan, Planet Hollywood, and Aria. Now, what I really like about this picture is how urban and modern it shows that the strip has evolved into. Modern? Sorry. Yeah, modern. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't I said a version say. of modern. I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> I know how you get it in post. So. I know, right? That's all right. Never mind. It plays. It plays. <laughs> it plays? What does yes. that mean? Yes, dear. Um, now I have to get back in. Where was I? There's, there's a flow to this. You've just interrupted. You know what? I like when you interrupt. <laughs> I'm breaking down the fourth wall or the third or however many walls there are. You're just opening up that crazy mess wall, that is your mind. It's the fourth wall now that I think about it. Because is, doesn't the saying come from uh, TV where since you have, you know, when you're filming TV, there's only three walls, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to have the one that's missing so you yep. can properly film. Yep. So taking down the fourth wall so you get to see... What's happening Well, in so the, the fourth wall is the one the audience sits behind. And when you take it down, the audience is in the show with you. And they see what's going on. Yes. We just figured it out. 
<laughs> you just figured it out. Some of us already knew that. Nice. Shut up. Anyway, we're going to talk about a picture. Still? Yeah, still. Oh, there's loads more. No. <laughs> but no, what I really like about this picture, which you just mocked me for, is that how, oh, actually, you you know, you mocked the way I said it, but I'm going to say it again anyway, despite you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to spite you on this. Are you ready for that? Spite. I, I'm, Here it comes. I'm ready for it. Bring on the spite. Be prepared to be spited. Here comes the spite. <laughs> No, what I really like about this picture is how urban and modern it shows that the Strip has evolved into. Specifically, the Vidara and Aria Tower looks like buildings that you would find in Tokyo or Hong Kong. But that's also what I don't like about this picture. The Vegas Strip shouldn't look like any place on the planet. I don't want to see it evolve into either of those places. I like how antithetic one building looks to the next. I want to stay in a pyramid and look outside my window at a colorful cartoon version of a medieval castle. Which kind of brings me back to what I like about the picture. Vidaria and Aria. Vidaria? <laughs> Vidaria! <laughs> I, I was waiting for a break in so I could say antithetic? Antithetic. Antithetic. How and, and I really want Dave Lifton to be able to chip in on this one. Oh, it's it's 100%. Because I have no idea what it... No, I, I just would love to hear his simple explanation of there it so go. that a layman like me can understand it. So All it is is how insanely different one building is to another building. Okay. Which is why I use the reference of I would like to stay in a pyramid and then look at a castle. I, I get I that. thought that properly demonstrated it, but yeah. it's amazing how a, a, a beautifully intelligent woman as yourself can be so fucking stupid. You know, that's what happens after being married to you for so long. There you go. Once again, your decision. <laughs> I was tricked into Once it. Again, I swear I was tricked so into it. Shit. I did not know. But no, Vidara and Aria represent how different the Vegas Strip looks compared to other cities. So in that aspect, this style of building does have a place on the Strip. Now, that being said, we don't need any more of them. It also makes me excited to see the return of theme in what Resorts World is planning. Fingers crossed they decide to not go with subtle. Just yeah. put it right out on Because every place else on the Strip is de-theming. So. Well, the great thing is is they, they can de-theme inside, but they can't de-theme outside. And I think, ultimately, that's what I'm happy about. Keep that exterior illusion. Well, do whatever the fuck you want inside. I, I mean, yeah, but we... then they then they take down IP and turn it into um, the quad. Then they take bills and turn it into whatever well, the neither fuck one of it's going to be. Really themes of shit. You still know that. Well, yeah. IP? Are you kidding me? IP was a theme of shit. It was, was a theme <laughs> of shit. It really was. <laughs> but uh. what I mean, it, I mean, that's true. That is true. That's but uh, that's rebranding is really what that is. If they owned. IP, I promise you, that place would still be called Imperial Palace, but Caesars didn't own it, so they weren't going to continue to pay license. Well, because Caesars won't. Never mind. All right. Anything else on the picture? Do you see anything else on the picture? I just want to make sure, because sometimes you just like to expound. I didn't want to make sure I could go ahead and jump ahead. Read the script. All right. <laughs> As always, we will link to it on our blog, put it on our Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Google Plus pages, our Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. Wow, Brian, you suck. How did you, how, how did you not figure out how to streamline that? You're going to leave that all in? That's weak. Oh, you can't leave that all in. It's weak on Bri. All right. How about we get into the rest of the show? All right. First up in news, 
Barbary Bill's Gavin's Fort has a new name. Gansavort. Gansavort. For I can't. Sake. No, with the, I look at that and just go, there's too many fucking letters. Which is ironic well, considering. Well, it doesn't matter because it's gone. So. Hooray. The Cromwell. I want you to, hold on. Pause for effect. Let it wash over you, digest it. It's not as dumb as Gansavort. All right. Well, I was going to say let your opinion develop, but it, it came. It came. And that was the point I was trying to make. I didn't dislike Gansavort. I thought it was mildly interesting. I couldn't pronounce it, obviously. I know. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it. Um, Cromwell, at least. Eh, okay. I don't know what it means. Again, don't know what it stands it, it, for. It Is it a brand we'll that should be someplace? No. Sorry. Caesars has not confirmed it. As far as anyone can tell, it isn't a boutique brand name purchasing the naming rights. All signs would point to this being a Caesar's name idea. I shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it will be interesting to hear the thought process behind the name, if, in fact, that will be the name. Most stories are reporting that the Cromwell is a current that extends the length of the equator, but if that truly is the inspiration for the name, I would recommend that Caesars keep that shit to themselves because that is boring as shit. That sounds like the kind of thing that I fell asleep in eighth grade geography class. So how many other names does Caesars own that they haven't done anything with? No, they pretty much use their names. Who owns a horseshoe? They do. They use it. They just don't use it in Las Vegas. That's their locals' properties. Right. Well, do you really want IP to become the horseshoe? Let's think about that. Not IP. Bills. Oh, Bills. Oh, you don't want that tiny play. I, I understand where you're going with that. I, I, I totally but get where you're they going. They have to have something else that's it's, better that they already gonna own. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. They want the horseshoe to be their locals' but property. there's no horseshoe the in Vegas. That's like a... It spin. is a staple. I can't I can't disagree with you on that. I can't disagree with you, but that's, that's the direction they're going. You have to remember, this is a place that... They've really kind of abandoned their owner, haven't they? Because the locals' properties were Harrah's, and then the ones the Caesars owned were Caesars' palaces, which then have transformed, specifically the one in Indiana, right. switched over to a horseshoe. Yep. And now moving forward, they don't open Harrah's, they open horseshoes. Right. It just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The name the name isn't as, it, it's easier to pronounce than Gansavort, whatever. It, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I guess. Doesn't mean... Really, you're going to name it after a fucking... Current? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, it sounds a bit stuffy, but ultimately, who gives a shit? I, I, I've had this battle on this show about places being renamed in, in ways that I don't consider clever, but who gives a fuck? It's the property we're interested in. They're going to call it the Cromwell. Fuck it. Get used to it. If that is indeed what they're going to call it. Neon Dice reported that one of the other names that were up for consideration was the Ilias. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> At least the Cromwell, you're like, okay. <laughs> well, I Ilias sounds a little more exotic. It sounds like a person, though. No, no, it doesn't sound like a person. No? But it sounds more exotic. Like oh, it, it could be like a Atlantis. That's what it sounds like in the Ilias Tower at Atlantis. They <laughs> actually, yeah, right. It, it kind of does, but it at least sounds a little more boutiquey. Cromwell. For some reason, wasn't there like an old general Stuffy. or something? Yeah, yeah. it just it it, it vibes like a. Eh. Not a Vegasy fun kind of thing. What are you gonna do? I, I refuse to argue these anymore. I, I'll tell you if I like them or I don't. This one, I don't really care. It's fine. I don't think it's any worse than what they had before. Yeah. All right, so let's go into the next one, which is the Bond renovation details. You're gonna like this one. They are expanding Bond. Construction has already begun. They will take the area south of the current bar and create a party pit. Oh, hold on. I like the party hold pits. Hold on. There will be 16 table games rumored to have lower limits than people who enjoy the property are accustomed to. 
it will have appropriately undressed young women strutting their cash and prizes right in front of the floor to ceiling <laughs> windows that the Cosmopolitan strip frontage has. Surrounded by a party pit, which is traditionally busier than pretty much, I don't want to say pretty much the rest of the property, party but you pits are the party always, pits are yeah. But this will now be right front and center of that property, right on that strip, which is clearly intended to draw people into the property because not only do you have the hot women doing that shit, you're going to have busy tables going on there and they're reasonably priced. Usually, hopefully, is what we're going for you. Well, and Cosmo has honestly decent table limits most of the time. Well, they've gotten way better. If you recall, when you and I stayed there, we played video poker and slots there. Yeah. We didn't touch a table. Well, no, because they were 20, 25 bucks. Well, yeah. They've gotten better. They've gotten some of them down to, like, their, their craps have gotten as low as 10. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen blackjack tables at 10, but that may have also dropped. But it's that's always been the biggest problem is the, the original. First of all, let's be honest. Gaming, personally, I think, the only thing that property has done poorly at since it's opened, everything else, yeah. fucking genius. I mean, brilliant. how many times you walk in there, though, and you see craps tables that are open and, and there's space and people aren't gambling. So I I love this, especially when you consider strip front property. Right on the strip. All those windows. And Bond is badass. I'm looking forward to seeing Bond is what awesome. they yeah. expand that to. I hope they do more than just throw a party put up. I hope they carry more of that theme over, over. there. Because I they love Bond. That is a great fucking bar. remember, does Bond have video poker at Originally, the bar? Originally... It didn't. When we when it first opened, we went there. It didn't, which thought. we were bummed about. But when we stayed there at that point, they had installed them. And that became the first thing. Every time we walk into Cosmopolitan. We check out Bond. In the evening, that's the first thing open. we do to see if there are yeah. two seats next to which each other. At It's only ever happened is. once. There only ever happened is. once. Yeah. yeah. So I am super, super excited about this. I'm There's with you. I hope they expand the whole space and not just drop in a, a party pit that's like connected or associated with, but I'm guessing that's probably what they're going to do. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, the only thing they've ever done wrong, in my opinion, is the gaming floor. Hopefully, they're smart enough to go, let's make this bigger, let's make this cooler, let's let's carry the theme over so it's the Bond party pit. It's the Bond... I just... I, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this. I love the idea of being able to sit and actually play games that I enjoy playing outside of video poker, because you can pretty much play video poker On anywhere. strip. In front of the windows. In my favorite in, property in yeah. the city. Oh. And, and how many and times have I said, we can deal with. I always want shit on the outside. It's like, I want to be on the strip. I want to be there. Are you telling me there's a chance I can be in my favorite property, on the strip, playing my favorite games, seeing the strip right in front of me? I, I, I fucking love this idea. I'm super excited. <laughs> there's no word when it's going to open, but Vital Vegas did say that it looks like this thing is really close to completion, mm. which is actually concerning only in the sense that yeah. how much did they add to it? I don't think they But did. who gives a shit? As long as they can I'm incorporate... Hopeful. Yes, exactly. For exactly. Cosmo. I want Cosmo to be successful. We love that property. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, next up, Harris is renovating. It's not bullshit. <laughs> this is really going to happen. Really? <laughs> when do you hear this? Okay. Now, according to Vegas Shatter, they are renovating the entire casino. They are replacing 100% of their slot machines. They've already replaced 300 of their video poker machines. New carpeting is on its way, and construction has been approved to improve the layout of the casino. Oh, thank God. Plans are to begin doing that in 2014. Hmm. On the more campy side of things, because it is Harrah's, is there any way we weren't going to somehow roll something relatively oh, campy Jesus. into it? 
No. There will now be a fatter real-life version of the statued characters Winnie and Buck roaming the property. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you. Winnie and Buck are the -the over-the-top couple with money pouring out of their clothes, suitcases, purses, etc. If you're unfamiliar, you can find them in the middle of the north side of Harrah's if you head past the video poker area into the back of the property slot section. And, and of course, we're going to have a picture on the Enhanced Podcast. It's a roundabout you have to get to to get to the back of the casino. Right. Now, no word if the real-life version will be giving out money or something similar. They better. But they will be available for pictures. And honestly, I'd rather have pictures with a statue. This is Pictures? I want to see a big old... This sounds sounds like a great idea in 1984. I don't know when this would ever be a great idea. Oh, oh no. I don't mean for us. Think about how old we were in 1984. I I don't... These people would have scared the shit out of me in 1984. (laughs) I'm just saying, camp seemed to be a little more everywhere in 84. And now I'm like, I don't care. that would just Bad make idea. me uncomfortable. Can I cash out? Because it's freaking me out that, idea. that fat Winnie and Buck are, uh, are wandering around. I didn't even know they had names. I knew that. They, they say on there that they're, they're Winnie and Buck. It's a cute little Vegasy thing. They have little like plaques on the statues that say Winnie and Buck. Uh, I think there's an, I think there's some kind of description as to what the statue is. I just when I read that it was Winnie and Buck, I'm like, I, I, I always knew just they were Winnie and walked Buck. by the statues as fast as possible because it was really pointless and took up valuable casino. You don't think space. it's cute? You don't think no. Winnie and Buck are cute? Nope. Yeah, I thought the statues were cute. I think the people are fucking dumb. Okay. <laughs> How about we move on to the next story? Yeah. Apostrophe. Oh, that's how that's spelled? <laughs> awesome. I was making that way more complicated than it needed to be. Oh, All right. that is fantastic. <laughs> Caesar's apostrophe bar coming soon. All right. So Vegas Eater reported on the progress of Caesar's new mini bar, formerly believed to be named Fountain Bar. The name is a callback to founder Jay Sarno, who intentionally left the apostrophe off of the word Caesars because he said that Caesars Palace doesn't belong to one Caesar. It belongs to all. All that come to the property are Caesars, hmm. which is why it's not possessive. It's multiple. Sure. I like it. I don't care. And don't fucking argue with me. We've had people argue. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. They do this. Like, I didn't come I'm up with the explanation. I'm not arguing. I'm talking about you. It's not all about you. Okay. This is the difference when you're recording Brian versus when you're recording me. Because I'm sitting across the bar looking at you and you're yelling at me. Say, don't you fucking argue with me. I remember now. Anytime you say you, it's not me. <laughs> it's all the fucking listeners. And the first time you do mean me, I'll be like, why are they pissing you off? Right. I don't understand. <laughs> Which will add to the comedic aspect. I'm like, I'm talking about you. You mean all of them. But anyway, we, we did have somebody argue with us, like, well, that doesn't make any sense, because then it would be, like, whatever the argument was. I'm like, I'm just telling you what Jay Sarno said. I'm not coming up with the, the reason why he did it. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the middle of the bar has a bubbly column that is brightly lit and will rapidly circulate water, causing said bubbles in said column. Huh? In the same sentence. I just, that's a Guinness World Book of Records right there. I expect to have that certified soon. The <laughs> the bar makes a perfect circle around the column, or as perfect as a circle can be. People who take everything I say so fucking literally. The bar. Ooh, somebody's feeling sensitive today. <laughs> Not at all. I just thought it'd be funny to argue. But listen, you ruined it, though. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for ruining it. 
You're welcome. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I just... To aggravate you in any way, that is really your impossible. goal in life. That's that's what it, you were put here for. It's becoming that. Pretty it didn't much. start out that way, but you made that it's evolved, my mission. It's evolved into you, it. You have made that my mission is to aggravate the fuck out of you as much as possible. Now the bar will have flush tabletop gaming terminals, and once complete, it will be only 1,279 square feet at an equally small price tag of 1.3 million. Jesus Christ, for that small? Isn't that bizarre? Could you imagine? Wait, hold on. That better be hold a, on. A, a one stop. fucking impressive bubbling column. Imagine building a home, 1,300 square feet, cost you $1.3 million. Yeah, I don't get it. That column, like I said, better be. There's that, no bathrooms. No. <laughs> there's no. There's a very specific set of plumbing just to, you know, deal with a bar. I'll, I'll give you that it's Caesars and it's supposed to be over the top, but... Yeah, that's... And where... I'm sorry, where is this... Exactly. I'm having a hard time picturing where this is in the property. You know what? I don't actually know. In any of the articles that I've seen, it, they don't... Or at least I don't recall specifically where it was. No word on when the project will be complete and or open. Or I guess just open. I don't know if and or is required. Mm. But yeah, there it is. Know. Next up, the commissary opens at downtown Grand. <gasps> Ooh, is this like the Germantown commissary? Mm, you wish. Shit. It took a month after the property opened to finally open their food court named the Commissary, but this week it has finally opened. However, what opened is nothing like what had been advertised since the project was announced. Originally, the Commissary was to be home to multiple fast food eateries, including iHeart Burger, Third Street Tacos, and Short Round Bao and Dumplings. Bao, Bao and Dumplings, I don't know. Instead, it's home to one eatery, run by celebrity chef Richard Sandoval with an extension to the name, or at least the press release referred to it as the Commissary Latin Kitchen by Richard Sandoval. Hmm. The chef has many restaurants around the country, but possibly best known in Vegas as the man behind Tacos and Tequila. It's pretty good. Options at the new Commissary are varied from Latin dishes, burgers, and even whole rotisserie chickens, and will run you in the general price range of $8 to $14. The commissary can be found in the Grand Tower at Downtown Grand across the street from the casino. Nightly at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., the restaurant turns into a nightclub slash lounge called the Commissary After Dark with a DJ, tequila flights, and a small snack menu. No word on why Downtown Grand did the total concept change. So, hold on. Two questions. Yeah. Um, one, it's across the street from the casino? You have to remember that... All I remember is the, the tower of downtown Grand. I thought the casino was on the ground floor. It, it is on the ground floor, but what you have to remember is there, there's two buildings connected. So you have the uh, downtown Grand casino and then their, their pool and their hotel up there. And they also have that bridgeway that walks you over to the other tower of nothing but All places right. to stay. I missed that part. And yeah. then how can you go from the idea of a commissary, which is basically a food court with a lot of different options, to one option they do have they they are offering a diverse menu from that but i agree with you i thought the commissary was one of the most clever names i've ever heard for a food court then only to find out that it's not a food court it's it's basically one, it's restaurant, one restaurant in a food not even a food court in in, no. in a cafeteria type yeah. setup which sucks I hate I hate the cafeteria style setups, especially if they're not branded names. Yeah, it, well, he's a branded name that has quality behind it, but uh, that's fine. But I do really, think it's weird. I I thought it was going to be a cool thing to have the, the collection of food that they were going to have. Latin dishes. So he's not going to say Mexican. He's going to say Latin dishes. Well, I said Latin. 
All right. I'll assume that that's close to what's on the website. But Latin dishes, <laughs> burgers, and then whole rotisserie chickens. So you have... Uh, Immediately made me think food, of you coming home with the rotisseries. Rotisserie. I love rotisserie well, chickens. I think They're it like the greatest thing ever. But really, in Vegas, who's going to go into a place in Vegas and buy a whole rotisserie chicken the to take who up work to the room? Oh, fuck. That's why he's that is doing exactly it. exactly why he's doing it. Exactly. Great for the Zappos folks. And again, so happy they're downtown. Yeah. But it, exactly for, it. for anybody coming in and staying there, it's not this. Just, eh. It's really, eh. it's clever. No one else is doing it. There's a reason. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I think the Zappos work model is creepy. I think it's adorable that there's a community that you can create in that way, and I like that they're doing it to downtown. I don't think that Zappos' work model is creepy. I forgot that they were right there and are going to be connected you to it. You don't think so it's this creepy? Might... No. We've talked about this. Zappos will literally, like, Zappos wants you to be best friends with all of your workers, and that's all you do is hang out with them and work with them and do those things so much that it has been why This isn't speculation, this is fact that. There are people that they have hired into the business, and if they don't really fit in with everyone else, they have been offered what equates to a bribe to leave, to quit, so they don't have to pay for unemployment because they don't think you fit in. That's I, creepy. I don't think it's that creepy. It's creepy. I I do agree with you as far as the commissary goes. I have lost all interest in going to it now. Yeah. I get that it fits that need, and I think that's cool. If we ever go to the mom museum again. Maybe. We might stop in just to see what it looks like. It is it's unique. On the way. It is unique that you would have that much space. Although I have read complaints that it's not very well laid out, and that yeah, in that aspect, like as it was you don't to be know where the fuck to cash out at. Exactly. It was yeah. supposed to be several different options, and now it's actually one that you can go pick from different places. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it'd be interesting. All right, let's talk about the MGM Park update. All right, Vegas tripping shared some new photos of what MGM has planned for their park. An aerial view of the park proper was shared, and it surprisingly looks very park-like. Lots of trees and meandering space in the entrance just off the strip. The retail areas do a really good job of complementing the space. It isn't clear what is beyond the park part of the park. In <laughs> say that one more time. Well, it does the change. Park part of the park. The, it's, it, it is an accurate sentence. It's just odd to say. <laughs> yeah. But the space past New York, New York, or beyond it, but before you get to the arena, it looks like this could be the beginning of a large shopping mall, perhaps an outdoor style leading you towards the arena. But this is all just speculation. The photo has a lot going on in that area, but, but who the hell knows? They also shared the plans for Monte Carlo's new front entrance. It will maintain the former theme with large white columns leading you into the property. However, it does not appear that the fountain will make a return to the area. On both sides of the new entryway are almost identical rounded spaces. Now the north building we already know will be the double barrel restaurant, live music space, whatever you want to call that. Now, I think that these buildings actually complement the new entryway, unlike Diablo, which is a really nice change of pace. However, the article pointed out how much nicer it would have been if MGM made the effort to incorporate Monte Carlo's existing theme and architecture, like the primary white color and columns. And I do agree, but I'm just happy they regarded it in any fashion whatsoever, considering Diablo's doesn't 
Well, yeah. I like Diablo's does not fit I think with I've, already, I've already shared my perspective on the fact that Diablo's just looks like a pimple in the front of the property and doesn't <laughs> fit in any way, shape, right. or form. Although I like their food, so, you yeah. know, that's fine. But I hope that whatever they're doing fits in better. It does. It does fit in better. It doesn't look like it's part of Monte Carlo, the property, uh, or the entrance, or, you know, like their whole theme, but it doesn't also aggressively clash with whatever it is. It, it's kind of it's kind of bland, to be honest with you. Mm. Now, the one thing I will say, it's the same thing I said about Link, is that if they aren't able to emulate a vibe similar to Bourbon Street or Beale Street, I just don't get the long-term appeal to this. I mean, especially this, because why would I wander into a park area or into an outdoor shopping area, the same place that I could wander to and virtually any major city with a sports team, with a professional sports team. Why would I do that while I'm in Vegas when there are almost uncountable number of things that I could do that I can only do in Las Vegas? Yeah, so I think the difference between Link and the park is that Link is actually can connect you from one property to the other with a lot of distractions along the way. Mm -hmm. The park... It just takes you away. Leading you back to the arena is yes. great if there's a, an event or something going on. I don't see where this is going to draw people back there just that, randomly. That's what I mean. If you can't put a Beale Bourbon Street type vibe back there, there's no reason for me to go back there other than to go, wow, this is cool, and you, you never go back there again. You can't do live music I, down there like you can on well, and I Bourbon. Get it doesn't happen. Well, I get Link. Link is like, okay, so I can continue to walk on the street here where I have cool properties on either side, where I can wander down, and if you maintain that kind of a concept where it's a, it's a fun vibe going on or whatever, then I get the concept of going, why don't we, let's just go through Link. You know, we're heading over that way anyways. Let's just, let's, let's run through Link. Yeah. I don't know, we'll see. Well, especially walking down that part of the strip is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, we'll see. All right, next up is the New York, New York renovation update. Yeah, Vegas Shatter shared the progress report on the park additions as part of the park project. New York Boulevard, the thoroughfare between New York, New York, and the city center sales pavilion, which has already been demolished, that road has been permanently closed. It's going to become part of the pedestrian walkway at the park. Now, inside the property, iHeart New York, Swatch, Starbucks, and Stupid Idiotic are now open. Stupid Idiotic. Wait, say that again? Yeah, that's that's it. Stupid idiotic. Or stupid idiotic. Stupid idiotic is what it is. That's what it is. Because you put stupid and idiotic together. Stupid idiotic. And this It's a is... stupid fucking store is what it boils down. Okay. It's a dumb kitchen. Well, I Heart New York was a stupid fucking store. But at least you get that concept. It's in New York, right? You have the dumb, oh, New York, I love, yeah. I love. All right, yeah, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't mean to distract you. No, you're fine. Now, one thing I will make clear is that they're located by the old Rock Vegas nightclub at the property, not in the exterior as was previously thought. Now, unless Chris Angel has been brought on as a contractor, uh. it doesn't appear that the Hershey store will hit the opening date. Projections are now that it will open in spring of 2014. Now, based on appearances, speculation is that you will now be able to walk behind the replica Statue of Liberty in an effort to reduce their footprint and increase pedestrian flow. I actually like this idea. If only in this tiny concept of, in real New York, you that's not connected to the rest of the city, it's, it's out on an island. And here, 
It would also be, mind you, only 10, 20 feet <laughs> from the property, but it would be on its own little island. It depends on where the escalators are. If they don't move from where they're at, they don't add another way up, it's kind of pointless. Oh, I know. That's not going to change. You still walk right into the property. I'm talking about when you're no, on the ground. but on the ground floor. You have to walk. The escalators start before you get to the end of the statue. Oh, that's right. So you have if to you're walk. on the ground floor, you've got to walk around That's right. You have to walk back, back and then uh, I got yeah. you. I, I got you now. Yeah, I don't think it's changing. But there you go. Yeah. All right. Anyway, links starting six are announced. Yep. O'Shea's and the first five retail dining establishments that will be open for business was officially announced this week. They are the Purple Zebra Candy Store. Yeah. The Hot Doggery, <laughs> Starbucks, nice. Chow Choin, or Chow, Chow Concia, Conchia. Choya Cocina. Whatever. Uh, that's a Mexican restaurant, if you couldn't figure that out. And the Kodo Gift Shop are the six establishments that will open on December 27th at length. We do have a couple details about O'Shea's, though. The rest of these we've already covered many times. Plans are to recreate the old O'Shea's, at least in spirit and value, which is something that a lot of people were concerned about. I mean, it's not going to be as shitty, but we can all work together to make it shitty again. What we do is Irish theme with cheap drinks. I mean, right. come on, what else is that? Exactly. It's going to be 5,000 square feet. It's going to offer 11 table games, 15 video poker spaces, and six beer pong tables. It will have three bars, the Lucky Bar, Dublin Up Bar, and the Blarney Bar, which will be located outside of the property, as I said moments ago, these six establishments at length will be open for business on December 27th. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not interested. No, Sorry. There aren't too many uh, other than High Roller and maybe a restaurant or two. Not even a High Roller. It's a fucking gigantic Ferris wheel. Sorry. First off, it is an observation wheel. Sure. Secondly, That makes the, it even more boring because it moves slower. It is the largest in the world. It takes you a half an hour to get from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Boring. It's not boring. How dare you? Do they, have, do they have bars really? in the wheels? Uh, they don't know that yet. They're in the base, but if you listen to our show, you would know that. Yeah, I don't listen. Yeah. I hear I hear your half of it all the time. Whatever. Whatever. But that's what you got. Uh, let's be honest. It is, it is exciting to see this happen. The one thing I've always said, think about when we were there for St. Patrick's Day. If you can create that party vibe, and they did it. In just the they gut. did, and I avoided that side of the street. I, I, I agree, but if they could pull oh. off that vibe... Link's going to be insanely popular. It's going to be a huge, huge thing. We'll see. I mean, they have the opportunity to make this really cool or really not. I agree. It's it's actually part of the strip that I think on the strip is insanely boring to watch or, or to walk. And I think primarily because Caesars is so large that you see it and then you're walking for two, three blocks from like going, it's still there. I saw how <laughs> awesome it is. It's still fucking there. This, at least you have some new eye candy to look at. Because let's be honest, the Quad Imperial Palace for, isn't interesting to look at. It's going to be new for a very short amount of time, and then it's going to get old. So. But as long as it, I think it has the opportunity to be amusing, at least in a traveling from, we need to get from this part to north. Well, and they, take if they can keep it active, if, it, if the gaming limits stay low and you have enough people flowing through there, it can still be active and still entertaining. So, yeah. I, I get this more than I get the park. Yes, yeah. we've already discussed that. All right. Beecher's Madhouse announces their opening host. Hooray. Once again, Beecher's Madhouse will host a celebrity who 
desperately wants to show that they are wild and risque and various other words marketing firms use in surveys to ask how you feel about the name of a product. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. I'm sorry. I just read it. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. God Surprising to damn. no one, well, except Karen, <laughs> is that, well, now that she is 21, Miley Cyrus will host the first night of operation at MGM December 27th. There will be all guys in this show, or, I mean, in the audience, just geared up to watch her get naked because she can now and it's legal. It, it, she is one of the smartest marketing people in the fucking She's planet. not smart. Karen. No, she is. No, she's not. She's doing, no, she's she not. knows exactly what she's doing right now. Nobody else is talking more it's about ridiculous. her. Well, that, it is ridiculous, but I, nobody's talking more you know about what, her, Karen, and she's making millions. A lot of people are talking about Lindsay Lohan, and that ain't working out for her in the long run now, uh, is it? But what has Miley done except put some outrageous con, you know, comments out there? And Karen, I would rather twerk. she just make a fuck tape than what she's doing now. It's fucking stupid. I know, but she isn't, so she doesn't have to degrade herself to that way, and she's still on the top of everybody's list. That's what I mean. She's... I hate to say it because I want to strangle this stupid little bitch, but she really is being kind of smart about the whole thing. I refuse to confirm that anything she is doing is is smart, but thankfully we were spared any details of the festivities, but rest assured they will be dumb. Expect an excess, specifically from her host, of eyes being crossed and tongues being stuck out because that is wild 101, Karen. That is a fact. Yeah, that's that's how to show you're just crazy. Yeah. You can also expect fuzzy costume characters in sexual positions, skinny old people in tiny leather gimp suits, and midgets. Lots and lots of midgets or dwarfs or whatever they're technical. Wait, where did the skinny old people in gimp suits come into play? Oh, that's standard Beecher's Madhouse. Oh, well, then that's just... Yeah, right there. I cannot believe she's doing this. Actually, I can't. I just... uh, It's dumb. sucks. You know what else annoys me? Is the fact that the term little people is somehow... I find it offensive, because that's what we've been calling toddlers for decades. And it's a little person. They're little people. All right, I just... I, How dare you intrude on that? We have to move on, because she just aggravates the crap out of me. So that's going to do it for news. We're going to move into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar... Stuart. Stuart. His name is underwear. This is new for Stuart. I, I almost want to rename it Stuart's Prop Bets. Let's do that. Just All so right. he can eat a bag of dicks. So, for the record, I love that guy. we're going to finish <laughs> up the news, and we're going to move into Stewart's Prop Bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, unlike Stewart, Prop Bets are an extension of the Stewart's news. Stewart's Prop Bets are an extension of the news. Stewart's Prop Bets are an extension of the news. That's idea. <laughs> but with just tiny bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Which is specifically what Stewart loves about the news. He does. I love this guy so much, I can't wait to meet him. He never, never misses an opportunity to mock prop bets. (laughs) Never misses it, and I love him for it. These are now Stewart's prop bets. All right, first up, Vital Vegas reported that work is being done on Bellagio's strip-located marquee, specifically the area used to advertise their circus show. Their circ show, not circus. They don't have a circus show. I'm waiting through the thing. You're reading through the haze of alcohol, not the popper stopper. No, it's not. It is a popper stopper. (laughs) Distracting me. Specifically, the area used to advertise their Cirque show. Oh, no word if they are simply updating the static signage or replacing it with an LCD sign, as is the popular trend on the strip. You really kind of get the impression everything will be an LCD sign within the next three years. If even that long. I mean, come on. Even the the cheap asses have to do that in order to put their own advertising on. Yep. We have a couple Flamingo updates brought to you by Vital Vegas. The first is that Wine and Spirits is now closed. 
No word on what will replace it at this time. That's a bummer. I always love the, the That's the one right on the, the front? Right on the strip, in? yes. Oh, well, and the thing is, is it originally relocated from the corner of Harris, yeah. and then they closed it to work on Link, and then it moved over there, and now they've closed that. Hopefully that means they're reopening it somewhere else. And not expanding that but that's what fucking things, like, Margaritaville like, Remember, there, there are times where, like, I just want to drink, but I'm not in the mood to gamble, like, especially if I've been having my ass kicked, or it's early in the morning, and I, don't, I just don't want to dedicate that. i got somewhere to go. That's one of my, well, those two places. And instead of having to trek all the way to the back of the casino to get to a gift shop, right? it's right on the I street. completely, yeah, absolutely agree. You have to think that's that a money Walgreens, maker. You just walk right into Walgreens, grab you, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. I agree. I'm, I don't really understand why they closed it. But like I said, maybe they're just relocating it. Hopefully. Yeah. And also, Center Cut Steakhouse will close in early 2014 to expand into the Diamond Lounge next to it. That's actually the one eatery that you and I have talked about where when we originally stayed at Flamingo, we if wanted we absolutely nothing to do with that property. At Flamingo again, that it would might only be, be the this only place. place. Yeah, I, I agree. This is the only place on my radar in Flamingo oh. that I would entertain eating oh, at. no, they closed the place that did the crepes. Did they? Yeah, I think they did. Sure they didn't we relocate it? No, we went back and looked for them, and they weren't there anymore. That, that used to be where their burger area was. No, I think it was right before it got to the pool. I know, I know. I thought they built a burger place right next to it. Remember, it used to be on one side. On the other side, there was nothing. They put, like, a burger place in there. I don't even know if it's I don't remember anymore. that. We haven't been back but in so long. there you go. Just anyone who wanted to know, the ice rink at Caesars is real ice, not synthetic like the Venetian and the Gold Spike. Admission is $16 for ages 4 and up, 15 if you're a Total Rewards member. Vegas Tripping shared the latest room renderings planned for SLS, and they are actually pretty different from what they were originally planned. One thing that I did find really interesting about it is that Sam Nazarian likes to watch himself fuck, or at least he thinks all the people who would stay at his property like to watch themselves fuck, because in both versions of the room that we got to see, there were mirrors either strategically placed above the bed or right next to it. Sweet. We're not staying that far north. No, I know we're not, but that would be really cool. <laughs> we gamble there and get like a comp room thing Silver just for lining, a little while? Just to fucking... <laughs> Totally be up for that. Um, it's being reported by multiple sources that Slotzilla will open for business on New Year's Eve. So funny. I have to honestly say, specifically because it's out of a slot, I now have interest to do it. Yeah, I still have none. Remember, it's a flying. I, I don't care. Fly thing. We're going to come out of a slot. Karen, I've dreamed my entire life to come out of a slot machine. <laughs> really? Your entire life, this is what you've dreamed it's, of? Well, nah, maybe, it's far, it, as soon as I was aware of slots and the ability to have the ability to come out of them, not on them, out of them. I really have some place that I could go with this <laughs> and I'm just not going to. I mean, I prefer to come in your slot, but not, I went See, there, didn't and I? It sounds, didn't I? I it went sounds so much worse coming from you than it would coming from me. I know, that's why I did it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Please. For those of you interested in more information or just a video to give you a better idea of what to expect at the Container Park, Vital Vegas did a nice story on the place as well as provide that video that you said you were interested in. It was officially announced this week that the venue Britney Spears' residency will be held in, formerly known as the Theater for Performing Arts, will now be known as the Axis. Planet Hollywood also made it pretty clear that they will be going after more big names to fill the venue and even teased at an announcement coming soon. I do think that venue is pretty fucking clever with that whole little dance floor thing up there. Yeah, we'll see. 
Binion's is replacing its carpet, featuring the Binion's B in the property's unique font with a boring, lame floral pattern. Now, I'm just gonna assume they got just this great price on this carpet because this is clearly downgrading to meh. I, yeah. It's casino carpet. I've never been that. I will never understand how you don't love casino carpet. Never. If, really? If, there, if I thought there were a chance in hell I could convince you, <laughs> we would have casino carpet in our home. I understand why you I like would go, casino carpet. I would replace shag carpet on the ceiling with, with fucking casino carpet, and it would be epic. There will never be carpet on our ceilings in our homes, ever. Number one. Number two, I am not surprised. You now realize you, that's number two on my list now. I've, I've always said, Karen and I are former smokers. I was far more addicted than she was. And I've always said, the day she dies, I'll be uh, back to a pack once, a day after it. Once I'm dead, I promise you out. our ceilings will have casino carpeting on them now. Simply because you you so adamantly tell me that it can't happen. That's Even if fine. you gave me a shadow of like going, listen, no, you know maybe. What? The funny thing is I'm going to put all the stipulations on my... Um, Insurance money? No, you will it not. It cannot be used. No, you will not. <laughs> Cigarettes, fine. You want to smoke again? That's fine. It cannot be used to put carpeting on. No. The it's going to be written in there. Then I will have a job that just long enough <laughs> gives me the income I need to to carpet all of our That's ceilings. That's fine. It's not all come, of them. It's not going to come from my money. All of them. It's our money. First. Okay. When I die, it's my insurance money. Whatever. So guess what? Not coming from that. <laughs> um, and finally, Bellagio has decided to abort the plan to replace Todd English's restaurant Olives in favor of keeping everything the way it is and instead extending his contract to remain at the property. Well, there you go. <laughs> Does seem the easiest way to handle all of it. I wonder if they didn't have you some kind of... don't want to fight? There you go. Yeah, if they had some kind of pissy falling out, because have you ever heard anything like that where they're like, we're going to completely redo it, it's going to be a new theme, we're going to you know, rename it, do all this, and all of a sudden they're like, actually, we're just going to do everything. We're, we're just going to keep... You know what we said about that earlier? We're not doing any of that. <laughs> I'm sure there was some negotiating tactic going on, and, and honestly, I bet you that Todd didn't want to stay, and then went... Really? Oh. I can't else? imagine a restaurateur ever wanting to leave that location. If he was bitching about wanting more money, wanting something else, and they're like, all right, fine, we'll replace it. And he went, oh, no, 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 no don't. Let me keep it. Right. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up the news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. First up on Monday, date skate night movies at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. They are Elf and White Christmas. Karen, why don't you tell the listeners what you think of Elf? I don't think I have to. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Doors open at 7 p.m. Movies start at 8 and admission is free to those staying at the property. Three bucks for everyone else. Karen doesn't like Elf. I think they got that. How do you not like Elf? I don't think you had to say that I think again. You, I think you need to explain it. I need. You need to answer for yourself. He's not funny. Oh, my God. Did you just say Will Ferrell is not funny? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, after this show, I will physically abuse my wife. You can try. Yeah. I think I'm in better shape right now. What? I don't even know what that means. You're slanderous liar. <laughs> Bring it on, dude. Come on. 
Fuck you. Sunday, or no, Happily. actually, it's not even Sunday. I'm completely lost. Friday and Sunday, Jim Norton, who would agree with me that Elf is awesome, uh, is at the vinyl at Hard Rock. Show starts at 8.30 p.m. Tickets are 48 to $94. And he also thinks Will Ferrell is funny. So You said that before you started reading it. I don't understand that. I don't think he's funny. I don't get um, you. I, think I, he, no. I can't believe I fucked Wait. you, to be honest. No, no, no. I'm yes, shocked. You can. No, I and can't. And you know why you do. Uh-huh. I think he's funny in about SNL length segments. Oh, you're a mad woman. Really? You're going to pull up a stool? What? Yes. You never sit down when you're doing I do show. sit down from time to time during the show. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna stalemate each other right here. No. Oh, I'll have dead air. I'll have dead air on this show. <laughs> I'll make it a chapter. <laughs> Great. Whenever you're done, I then would like go. to move on. We'll fucking go. We're waiting on you. If you quit talking you're the one over. That derailed us. Saturday, Steve Miller and the Doobie Brothers, oh, Jesus Christ, are performing at the Hard Rock. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at 55 bucks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Sunday, Robin Thicke is at the Pearl of Palms. Show oh. starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $92. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is performing at the Orleans. Show starts at 8. Tickets start at $20. Bruno Mars is performing at the new Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. His show is going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 184. And Cedric the Entertainer is at the Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $66. I'm so fucking amped to see Bruno. Not for this show, of course, but I don't know if we told our listeners. Karen and I have planned a trip around seeing the first time we've seen a, an R&B artist since we discovered live rock music. Yeah. Because. So who was the last time we saw? Was it Boys to Men or was it Janet? I want to say Janet Jackson because that, I think that tells you how long it's been. Yeah. No, we saw her in the um, If was, tour. No, she was awesome then. Um, it was the Velvet Rope tour, which she was still oh, awesome. You did. That's not even a good that, example. Yeah. That's not even a good example. I, yeah. I didn't um, it, it's we. To be honest with you, I can't remember. I just remember uh, us being insanely disappointed and. At any time we've seen any YouTube video or iTunes video uh, of live R&B uh, acts, it's just always disappointing. I hate to say it, even, I know Justin technically, Justin Timberlake isn't technically R&B. That was a Thank giant you, disappointment. Thank you, iTunes Music Festival, because I will wow. never go pay to see him in concert. Like, literally, I would pay to see him in NSYNC before I would pay to see him in there, because at least yes. they did shit, a shit ton of impressive choreography. Yep. The guy just kind of stands out there and sings now. It's boring as shit. It look, it's like fucking Frankie Marino well, at the Stratosphere. It's boring as shit. He doesn't even sing. He has all the background singers singing for him. He jumps in every so often and just kind of stands up on stage and grooves. I mean, he's having a good time. It's great. I don't care to pay to see that. If I'm especially that much that you'd have to pay to see Justin, which I understand is might be like blasphemy here in Memphis because he's from here and he was here not too long ago and people were going nuts trying to get tickets. Right. But just in general, rock bands, you know, sing. Play what's so, like their album. Yeah. What's I, so interesting? Well, and even even when they don't sing exactly like the song, it's like it's them. You know, it's the live version of them. It's not like, like I can't stand anybody. They don't have forty backup singers singing all their stuff for them. Right, right, yeah. Uh, we could ramble on yeah. about this all forever, right. but yeah. So let's end this and move on to Vegas deals. Well, we don't have any Vegas deals, so we're not gonna be able to do that. Right. <laughs> so. Let's move on to coming attractions.
like he just said. Coming Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the near future. Starting us off. Oh, really going to make me do this. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Battle of the Seasons will be at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Friday, February 7th. Shows start at 9 p.m. Tickets are 40 bucks. Would you pay to go see that? No. No? No. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like a giant, like... Speaks more about you than it does it, about me. Shut up. It, it's it, just one of those things you're going... Shut up. What the fuck is this going to be like? Now... I will throw the caveat in there. I would pay to see it and possibly stay for 20 minutes because I, I have a feeling it would be that dumb that quick. It's kind of similar to, you know what it is, let's be honest. I wouldn't actually do it. I like the idea of it. Kind of like the Chris Angel thing. Like, I've, I'm so hung up on going, I want to see that and I don't absolute disaster. But I know I wouldn't be able to tolerate it for any more than like 20 minutes. But, but, this next one, I'm up for. Oh, I know. I, it, it's, kind, <laughs> it's cool and yet kind of irritating. But Billboard is reporting that Def Leppard is planning to return to the joint at Hard Rock for another short-term residency, this time featuring their Pyromania album in its entirety, which is weird because you're more of a, a Hysteria fan, no? I am, but you know what? Pyromania is still an awesome oh, album. Pyromania, that, that's my childhood. That's, that's one of the first things I remember. So that I discovered them late. That, that my parents had purchased on vinyl, and I was of the age where I started to See, understand what I liked as music, and I commandeered. That, um, Michael Jackson's Thriller, and Bon Jovi Slippery One Way. Wait, wait, hold on. Those are the three albums Your I, parents I bought Michael Jackson's Thriller, Bon Jovi Slippery One Way, and Def Leppard's Pyromania. Really Your parents did. Does this really surprise you? I just, I can't even imagine. Because my parents, like, I bought Thriller, and my mom, I remember watching the Thriller debut video on regular TV, and my mom freaked out. Because it was, the, you know, the occult, all this other stuff. The fact that your parents bought these and you stole the albums? Well, I didn't steal them. I basically relocated okay. them from the living room to my bedroom. <laughs> wow, our parents are so... I knew our parents were different, but I, I had to spend my own money to get those albums. You have to remember, my father was one of, you know, like in his childhood, Black Sabbath. You know, was Led Zeppelin, you know, that kind of fucking what, what was considered hard, heavy metal at that time. So him getting into Def Leppard and Bon Jovi. Was a little poppy for him, probably. No, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, Def Leppard. But I would say that um, the, the Michael Jackson, although I do think my dad appreciated him, um, was probably more that and Bon that was, Jovi was more my mother's influence. Yeah. But yeah, those three albums I very specifically Remember, relocating remember them to my... Could, you could take it because your parents have bought them. I don't even want to tell you. my chair. I learned The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels because my parents had it on a, video, <laughs> uh, a, a record. I remember uh, we had the Solid Gold album where I learned um, Bad, Bad, Leeward, Brown. And what was the other big song in that that my parents had? Like, the musical tastes are so different in our childhood. It's not even funny. Karen, my mother, when, when I first got into CDs purchased me the entire Public Enemy collection. Okay, well, your mom did that because you were a spoiled little brat. <laughs> we're not going to go much farther the than that. The thing is, is that my, my parents, very specifically my father... I had to, be, I had to sneak the Flashdance soundtrack into my, into my house. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how bad I... Like, I had it on a little cassette and I had to sneak it in and the first time my mom found it, she's like... What is this? I'm like, nothing. 
it's fun. No, I I listen to to basically everything cutting edge because I think it's they. My parents never knew I had the too short. See, okay, uh, well, I don't think my folks knew that. I, 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 public Enemy? Hold on, hold on. I will tell you, I promise you, the only reason I, they got me Public Enemy is because they had no fucking clue what was on it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I just have to move on. <sighs> Up next, the Country Music Awards will be at the MGM Grand Sun, April 6th. Show start at 5 p.m. Tickets will run you 192 to 582. It is an award show. So, I know. Yeah. Billy Idol is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, June 7th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets run 96 to 217. Wait, wait, wait. Billy Idol? Is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, that'd be Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Billy Idol is garnering $96, let alone 217. <laughs> I'm surprised that's all Billy Joel's going for, but eh. I guess it is the Grand. It's not an intimate thing. All right. And Justin Timberlake is performing at MGM Friday, August 8th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets are 62 to 2.20. And lastly, Lita Ford is at the Vinyl at Hard Rock. She's going to be there Friday, January 10th. Show's going to start at 9.30. Tickets are 31 to $38. That makes sense for Lita Ford. So can I just ask a question? Because Lita's there January of this, like, 2014, right? right? Okay. So I'm just confused as to why all the other dates went in chronological order for the shows you talked about. Everything goes from, you know, uh, oh. April, June to August, and all of a sudden Lita's well, like, look at last. This. Well, here, well, here you go. Look at, at where the Country Music Awards is and where Justin Timberlake are and everything in between. It's all MGM. So basically all I was doing is I was looking at MGM's calendar and go, oh, there's this and this and this and this. And then I got done. I went to another property's calendar. I'm like, oh, hey, there's that. That's all it is. Oh, all right. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to all these and the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. So now let's check the river. Welcome to the Vegas Oasis, where we talk about Las Vegas from the point of view of people who treat Sin City like their own weekend oasis. I am Chris. And I'm Tony, and this is Vegas 360 for people who visit the city for weekends at a time for many Fridays through Sundays throughout the course of the year. This week, we conclude our conversation on the best properties to go to for a guy's weekend. Finally. Yeah. Probably the place, actually, that we've stayed at the most. Well, well we said MGM the most, then Luxor, and then finally this place, which is the Mandalay Bay. And specifically, the hotel the at Mandalay hotel Bay. Mandalay now, pour a 40 for your homie, yeah. because the hotel at Mandalay Bay is going to be no more. Are you serious? It's going to be called the Delano. Oh, no. And with the Delano comes probably inflated prices yeah. and probably like a whole new world of service. Yeah. And for some, I know that that's kind of like a, a blessing, but for us, how many times did we get the Mandalay Bay, the hotel at Mandalay Bay for like $300, $400 for a weekend? So, so number one, Mandalay Bay in the 1990s is kind of what the Cosmopolitan is now. It was the new, fresh, 
casino. Right. Really cool, posh, great decor, really well thought out, really well designed. In the late 90s, kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. In particular, they built the hotel, and the hotel is a really well designed space. The entrance is right by the parking lot, so you don't have to get lost in the casino space trying to find yeah, the front desk area. You pop right out to the parking lot. Yeah. You pop right out to the sports book. I yeah. mean, right out yeah. to the sports it, it, book. It's literally connected. And then, if that's not enough, you pop right out to the walkway to the Luxor if you want to go exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. The only thing you are not near is the Mandalay Bay Beach, which right. is a great spot. But wonderful, wonderful, wonderful beach at the Mandalay Bay. Like, right. I know you are partial to the MGM. I've actually never gone to the pool at the MGM. I am very partial to the pool scene in general at the Mandalay Bay. Much props to the hipster chic, which is the Cosmo, which I love. But if you're going to go to a pool to be, um, you know, it's a, a much more family-friendly right. pool. I feel like at the at the Mandalay Bay. Someone like me who has his jelly roll problem, I I, I, I say we feel a little bit more comfortable going to the pool at the Mandalay Bay just in general. And more so than that, though, the Mandalay Bay is, is a full-on resort. You know, it is a good place for the dollar value. You're going to have a good time with your boys there, but it, it would also be a, a good place just to go generally. It's a really well-designed space. Right, it really is. The only knock that anyone ever has about Mandalay Bay is its location a little bit, which yeah. is... On the south end of the strip. The south end yeah. of the strip. That being said, it is the closest strip hotel to the airport. So if right. you want to, if you were flying into Vegas, it is a cheap taxi ride. You know, it takes not that much time just to get there. And something else I want to say is, is even though it is at the southern end of the Strip, the location actually allows for ease to get to, not only to the airport, but there are side streets that allow you to have access to the western half of Las Vegas right. and also into the eastern half of Las Vegas. So if you are a day traveler and you want to go check out, if you want to go east and check out the Grand Canyon, if you want to go west and check out Red Rock, which is a really awesome hiking trail that Las Vegas has, it is really easy to get on in either direction and leave from the Mandalay Bay and have an excursion off the Strip, which is something that we should probably do a show about at some point. We will. But the Hotel Mandalay Bay to be the Delano, as everything changes, you know, Mandalay Bay used to not have a club. Now it has light, which is an excellent club. Well, Foundation Room, wasn't that there as well? I was believe. it? I, yeah, Foundation Room, I believe, was, was always there. Which, by the way, that and, and Mix, those are some really good spots. Mix, Mix we have been has, to, has a happy hour at like Six p- like till eight p.m. Yeah. on a lot of days. That is excellent. And you the get, view, the, the view, view is awesome. a view of the northern half of the strip. You yeah. look out and you see yeah. the northern half of the strip, uh, like like off of Mix. And same thing with the Foundation Room. I have had some very interesting experiences at the Foundation Room in my lifetime. It is care to share a highlight? <laughs> not at this point in time. But one day I, we'll have to have a special guest on the show to talk about our experience at the Foundation Room. But. The view is great. The decor is, is Buddhist slash Hindu, which is really, really neat. Kind of eclectic. Kind of just like the entire uh, Mandalay Bay overall. You know, Cosmo, definitely number one in my heart. And, and, and really, just for how chic it is, for how beautiful the ladies are, for the food, for everything. But uh, if you are looking for the old workhorse, if you are looking for a place to stay where it's going to be uh, you know, agreeable amenities, as well as good dollar value, solid action on the casino tables, clubs, Manly Bay is a great place to stay. So, that's about it. I guess the lesson to be learned here is there are a lot of places to stay with your guy friends, and we obviously did not hit all of them. We no. left out specifically Venetian. Yeah, downtown. There, yeah. there are some interesting things you can do downtown with a group of dudes that you, you really can't do with, right. with anybody else. And obviously we did not talk about things like strip clubs and things like right. that. Right, right. I'm sure at some point we'll do a bachelor party show as well. But right, <laughs> as, as there's bachelor parties to go to, which there are. <laughs> I guess if you had all the money in the world, you would stay at? The Cosmo. Cosmopolitan, without a doubt. If I had 1500 bucks just to spend on venue, 
Cosmopolitan. If down. you are you and me right now, you stay at Mandalay Bay. If you are you and me seven years ago, you stay at MGM Grand. <laughs> MGM Grand. Maybe the Luxor. Maybe the Luxor. Maybe okay. the Hard Rock. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That is your Vegas oasis. I'm Chris. And I'm Tony. I hate these guys. I think it's the first time I ever heard this show. <laughs> Thanks for the support, by the way, bitch. What? It's the first time you've ever heard their segment. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing against the guys. I just. Uh, oh, you. I. I hope when we do 360 Vegas Vacation 2, they just <laughs> rain down on you. I hope they show up. How dare? Not them. Just everyone in general. I do want to say they were talking about the the views from the mix. Yeah. The views from the women's restroom at the mix is unbelievable. So you literally walk into a pitch black room. The toilet is sitting in the middle of the room, facing the window. It's a wall of windows overlooking the north side of the strip. From what I understand, the guy's restroom is not that cool, but you are literally in the dark looking over the strip, which is kind of weird because you're sort of afraid that folks can look in, but the view is amazing. They they can look in on the top story of the fucking place. You know, it just kind of freaks you out because it's that wide open. There's some crazy guy in the fucking suites at MGM with binoculars just... just keyed in on the women's bathroom in Mandalay Bay. <laughs> it's, it's not what you expect in any place you walk into. The first time you walk into a stall, which is a room, and you see this, you're just like, I, um, okay. I, I envision myself, if I were in that situation, just pants down, oh, you dick would. flopping, and, yep. and in like the Superman pose going, look at this. All of you, Las Vegas. <laughs> you totally would. Yeah. Another quality offering from these gentlemen. I hate them because I admire how awesome it is. Uh, Hardcore jealous. That's. (laughs) I adore this segment. I love listening to what it would be like. And to be honest with you, I'm almost kind of happy that we don't live there. Other than we would pay the same amount we paid for this palatial mansion we currently live in for a uh, shoebox. For a shoebox, basically in California. But that I would, I I would probably end the 360 Vegas podcast because I'd be too busy going to Vegas every single fucking week. I'm not talking to anybody about this. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going there. I'm living. Five hours each way. Suck it. So, do we have any listener feedback this week? Uh, You have the script in front of you, so it's crystal clear that we do. No, I have a listener rant. I don't have feedback. Well, that's feedback. We're getting feedback from listeners. Well, then don't give it the same title header as you do. It's It's all variations of listener feedback. No. No, no, no. Yes, it is. The listener feedback we receive happens to be in the form of a listener rant. Hold on. So, all of the segments have a specific font and and title to how they look on the screen so i know which one is a new segment you have listener feedback and there's nothing then you have listener rants in the same font initiating or insinuating that it is a whole different segment you know it's funny everyone you're talking to right now knows because they listen to the show you would know if you listened i don't know where you think you're going you have work to do get your ass back here you have work to do i will continue on without you I don't need you. I don't need you. Stay over there with your attitude. Yes, John Williams shared with us some more rants. Although, to be honest with you, it's more of a wish list than it is rants. But regardless, it's it's equally amusing. So he wrote that he would like to not have to walk an extra mile and a half because he got lost in Caesar's Palace. I fucking hate that property layout. It's the worst property ever. Yeah, we've already established that. Oh, look at how you came back. You know what? I will. No, no, no! Just kidding. <laughs> Put your goddamn earbuds in. Go. 
Go. It's your turn. Go. Really? It's an awesome glare, by the way. <laughs> I fucking hate you. What uh, else would he like? He's also ranting about the fact. Put your hand down. Wish what list like, read it. To have a guy who was actually named Bill Gambling open a casino on the strip. That's a callback to Daz. No. I'm having way more fun than you are. He would also like to have someone change the F in Fizz to a J, take a picture, and then submit it for Twit Pick of the Week. That would win. That would win. I have no idea Ish. where that is. Fizz is the new uh, champagne bar at Cosmo or at uh, Caesars. You would know that if you listen to the show. But I don't. <laughs> That's okay. And I don't drink champagne, so bleh. Yeah, I'm not um, really, It's too sweet for me. Alcohol that sweet, it's weird. I just... Worst headaches I've ever had was the one time. I've never gotten drunk off champagne. I've never drank. No, but I just. I've I never drank drank it. I've never drank it. Drinking it? <laughs> it's just too sweet for me. I can't imagine consuming that much sweet. It's all sugar. Yeah. Which is why I get the headache. To get secret pizza or Earl of Sandwich delivered anywhere on the strip in 30 minutes or less. I would pay more for that. Yeah. FYI, secret, secret pizza? pizza and Earl of Sandwich. I'll never understand your dislike for Earl of Sandwich. Okay. I'm surprised you weren't still amazed that I love secret pizza because okay, I don't uh, like pizza. Okay, that's fair. That's equally as perplexing as you not liking <laughs> Earl of Sandwich, but that you love secret pizza because traditionally pizza you're just not a pizza. Awesome. Per- it's ridiculous. There, so, there is no better. Yeah. No, I agree with even so much like my favorite pizzeria back home, Scotto's Pizza. Nah. I think it at least equals, if not exceeds it. Oh, by far exceeds it. Does it? You think? Yes. But <laughs> even <laughs> I like I like I'm Quieter and quieter. Really? And, and I'm thinking about as I do this, there's going to be casino audio, so people aren't going to hear what I'm <laughs> I'm doing this. And they're like, what is he saying? Yeah, but I'm used to you doing that. He just he just mumbles. He mumbles under his breath when he doesn't like what's going on, and, and he there knows he's wrong. There aren't words, and he's to be honest like, with you. It, it, it's the assemblance of words. That's how he, should, he says he's not happy. <laughs> I don't like this. At least with me. I don't think you do it with anybody else. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there aren't too many people that... Actually, I don't know where I'm going with that, so whatever. He would also like to have Planet Hollywood go back to being the Aladdin and have Britney Spears perform in the Camel Toe Lounge. (laughs) (laughs) Karen didn't read the script before this, and she took a nice big draw on her her gray goose. (laughs) That was almost bad. Oh, my God. Wait, who sent this in? John, John Williams. Williams. I love this man. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. All right. Um, to be sitting in the front. Oh. <laughs> he would s- also like or also wish or you got to lead in. It doesn't make sense. He would also like to be sitting in the front row when one of the Veronique backup dancers has a Tara Reed wardrobe malfunction. Although her tits are disgusting. Well, As is she. They were. No, she admitted it because they were all way loppy and crazy because of Is she going to fix or something? She did. Had them removed. She's disgusting. She had them removed, so she's trying to improve Well, oh, I don't herself. just mean her tits. I mean, her in general is disgusting. Yeah, well, you know, she was young and dumb. I mean, she's, she's not better. Lindsay Lohan disgusting, but she's disgusting. He would also like to give Leon Spinks the best Christmas ever by having at least one person pay for his autograph. <laughs> That would be funnier if I knew who Leon Spinks was. That's the guy that Tyson knocked out in 90 seconds to become okay. the heavyweight champion. The guy was the heavyweight champ, and he just came in and knocked his ass out in 90 seconds. I was like, I'll take those. 
Okay. And since then, no one gives a fuck who he is. <laughs> and finally... I think that's uh, right. How, how, how wrong would I be? <laughs> I, it, People are screaming at, at going, that's not who Leon Spinks is! At 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, suck it. You'll be on the show, by the way. <laughs> and finally, he would like to fall asleep on the plane wearing sweatpants and not wake up to an erection. That's just greedy. That's just greedy. You can't... That's... You can't enjoy the comfort, warmth, and, and flexibility of, of, of a sweatsuit and not get an erection. Karen, I get an erection just thinking about it. Really? <laughs> I, I'm so... That may not be 100% accurate. It I'm, might not be. Wait, I, I refuse hold to. Hold on. Do you really? I'm not wearing sweatpants. I don't know what you're No, but at. you said you had an erection just thinking about oh. it. Oh. It was for a comedic effect, <laughs> and you just called me on. Um, are, you, are you happy you ruined the joke? Are yep. you happy? Yep. Let's end the show now. You've ruined it. I don't know that we should. That we should ruin the show? Well, I've got nothing else to go on, so... Not ruin the show, end the show. Uh, well, that's... No, I Actually, mean, we really should. I've got nothing show. else to for uh, so, you to read. <laughs> it's all about what I have to read for yeah. you. So that is going to do it for episode 116. Thank you all for listening and downloading... Believe it or not, we really do appreciate it. If I you'd appreciate like, it. you don't give a shit. Uh, it's not true. <laughs> if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, and please do, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Love feedback. He is all over social media. Social media? It sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> That you are all over. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. He is all over social media, Twitter. <laughs> what? So the, the social media, it itches. It's itchy. <laughs> You're just, saying. I just want to get through this. Don't judge me with your judgmental eyes. <laughs> you fucking outro. <laughs> I'm trying. You keep. You are trying. You're not doing good at it. So just keep plugging away, though. You can do it. If you don't shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> he is all over. It's me. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those on the blog as well. And that's it. <laughs> Anything else from you? No. Uh, we may or may not have a show next week. We probably will. Yeah, I don't know. I like spending specific time with you and kind of putting the show to a side. I don't. I mean, surprisingly, I know. I know. I don't just like to have sex with you. I actually like to spend time with you. No, you don't. I do. You I, really how don't. How dare you? How dare you condescend? Okay, but the funny thing is, Christmas is in the middle of the week. You have to work around it. Yeah. Why would we not do a show next week? So then I wouldn't do. Yeah, odds are we're gonna do it. So fuck it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>